This is episode number 71 of the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and I thank you for joining me today as we listen to a speech from a networking conference with the Black Business Empowerment Network. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you like it, share it with someone who is aspiring to be an entrepreneur, new business owner, or just looking to take the next step in life. This is The Dash. I always believe in documenting versus trying to create something. I mean, that's something that I tell everybody I work with and say all the time. So I'm going to record this conversation. Um, And for me, I have a podcast with about 72, 75 episodes out now. And a lot of times it's just things like this. It's, It's showing up pressing record and documenting what happened versus trying to create a new business, trying to create content. We're here, we're having a conversation. Why wouldn't I document this? Whether it's audio, visual, um, or even writing it down. And because of that, I planned on sharing uh, five tips to personal effectiveness, which was a conversation that I had with Coker in their Emerging Leaders class a couple weeks ago. But since I documented that conversation, I can actually just share it with you and not have to repeat that. So that's one of those benefits there. And since Ms. Bailey's talking about purpose and what we're talking about here is purpose and empowerment, I want to go through some of the steps and kind of the process um, that it took for myself to go from you know, graduating college and working over at the governor's school to, to now working for myself and continuing to try and be an entrepreneur. When I got started, it was pretty weird or pretty hard, I should say, because there's all those fears. And the same question that Miss um, McDonald asked earlier, what are you afraid of? That was, that was a real question for me. You know, we have so much baggage in our lives and we have so much that we deal with. Um, A lot of times you don't even realize it until you are 30, 40, 50 years old. And then it's kind of too late. It's never too late, but it feels too late. You know, and and when you're not aware of what you're afraid of, you end up living that same year over and over and over again. And then you call that a life. So that's not, that's not what we want to do um, with our life and, and with our BBE network. We want to be empowered to move forward from that and past fear. And so I just highlighted that winning is scary. Some of my highlights from earlier, um, identifying the root cause, those are, those are important pieces to coming to your purpose, okay? And so for me, when I was in college, there was one teacher in a working motivation class, actually, that asked a single question. Said, if money was no object, what would you do with your life? And while it was a pretty simple question and I got to hear what everybody said, um, I knew that I wanted to be a speaker and a consultant because all my life all I wanted to do was help people. And I had this passion for it. I had this passion for people. Even in kindergarten, when I graduated, they said I would be a baseball player and a child psychologist. So I've always been kind of the same person wanting to help people, wanting to be around. And it was like, okay, how do I make this idea a reality? And in college, I played football at Miami, Ohio. We were really bad. We lost 21 games in a row. Uh, We were literally the worst team in college football history for a period of time. And that probably is still true today. But it got me to a place where I could find my purpose. And so one of the things that I say in the Dash podcast is about how to make your pain your platform for purpose. 
In the place that it starts, I've got five Ps to share with you. And the first one is passion. Because before you have a purpose and before you can achieve your purpose, it's important to know what you're passionate about. And even just looking at the, the root word of passion, well, let me ask you why you eat. What does passion mean? Austin. <laughs> Something you want to do? Yeah, that's very true. Yes, sir. Something you love to do. Something that drives you. Yep. What else? Anything else? Something you enjoy. Yes, exactly. Something you would do for free. Yep. If money was no object, I'd be doing this anyway. I would be doing this anyway. I took the time to look up the root word. You know, again, as a speaker, I love words and what they mean. Passion, the root of it, means to suffer for. Passion means to suffer. And there's different ways you can look at suffer, but what are you willing to suffer for? And for me, it was willing, being willing to suffer to help people. Being willing to suffer to stay up till 3 in the morning, to wake up at 3 in the morning so that I can serve you. I'm willing to suffer for District 1 of Hartsville, um, who I'm representing now as city council. I was willing to go out every day and suffer through walking three and four hours a day after working five and seven, eight hours a day to do that. That passion, what you're willing to suffer for, will get you past the first step. But as I was going to transition from my passion, and I kept telling my dad, all I knew was I wanted to quit my job when I graduated college. I had worked at the governor's school, and the first thing I said was next August, I'm going to be the world champion of public speaking. I'm going to make $2,500 every time I go speak. I'm going to travel the world, and that's it. I'm going to work for myself the rest of my life. And so I took those steps to be a speaker. I took that passion, and I started speaking all around the state of South Carolina, 50 times, 60 times, now closer to 100 times I've given um, conversations and speeches to people. But those first 50 were free. Those first 50 were free. It was going to North Carolina, it was going to Baltimore, it was going to Chicago, Indiana, Indianapolis, Charleston, Georgia. I've traveled all over the place to speak to people for free because this is something that I was willing to suffer for. And I knew that if I was going to make this a reality and speaking was going to be my truth and my purpose, then I had to do it and build my craft and build that skill sometimes for free. But it got to a point when I was like, okay, I've been doing this, I've been doing that, I've been speaking, speaking, speaking. I made it all the way to Toastmasters World Championship of Public Speaking, and there was 30,000 people in that contest, made it to the top 100. And it was when I got there that I realized that I had made all this passion, but passion isn't enough. Okay, passion, passion is cute, and that's what my dad... <laughs> That's real, that's real cute to have passion. Um, and every time I told my dad, like, hey, dad, I'm about to leave my job. Trey, for what? You, know, you, you haven't been paid to speak. You got a job that's making good money. You need to keep on working where you at and build your way up. But of course, I didn't want to hear that because I got too much passion to do what I'm trying to do. But I did heed his advice. And my brother would say the same thing. Trey, what, like, why are people going to pay you? What is going to make somebody pay you $2,500 to come and speak? Passion is good, it's gonna get your foot in the door, but that's not enough to take it to the next level. And that's when it became the purpose. And purpose, what is purpose? The why, exactly, what else? 
I guess the why sums it up pretty, pretty well. Um, the, the root word of purpose is your reason for doing, which is your why. So when it came down to that and getting to a position where I can turn that passion into a purpose, I had to understand more of my reason for doing it. So I know what I'm willing to suffer for, but the world revolves around why. And Simon Sinek has a book in a top 10 TED talk that says, start with why. Everybody knows what they do. Some people know how they do it, but only a few people know why. And your purpose is the reason why you're gonna do it. And so I like the word even empowerment because I don't believe motivation lasts. You can be motivated for a test in ninth grade. You can be motivated to go to college. You can be motivated to get up and work out in the morning. But once that alarm clicks, you still hit snooze. Once it's time to study, you still play the game anyway. Once it's time to actually do the thing so that you can have the power, my motivation doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm passionate about getting this A. I'm passionate about starting this business, but if I don't have the reason, if I don't have the why to make that idea a reality, then I'm not gonna get in there. And so with that purpose, you gotta look a little bit deeper about that reason for doing. And when Miss Bailey asked the question earlier, you know what? What are you going to bring to the table for somebody to hire you to come to them? Every business, everything that you have, I always say a phone is created to solve a pain. When, I, when the phone is invented, the iPhone is invented, it's created to solve the pain of communication. If I didn't have my phone, what would I do? I was in pain. If I didn't have shoes, shoes are created to solve a pain. You don't have to walk on the ground anymore. Your business has to solve a pain. And the way that you know, I prefer to live and the way that I prefer to work is for the, what I do, or let me say it like this, your purpose does not have to be what you do, but it makes a difference if it is, if it does match up and it does align. If I can, if I can have a purpose, a reason why I'm doing that matches up with who I am and my story, now I'm not trying to create a brand, I'm documenting my life. I'm documenting my story. And because I've worked so hard and because of things that I've been through, per se, that brought me to the purpose, now that's what's created the business. And I think that's good there on purpose. So getting that purpose together was really like, okay, Trey, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna offer? And, and at a point I realized that speaking wasn't enough. Because it, it's about value. When I talk about solving pain, it's about adding value to your customer adding value, um, embroidery. You're adding value to Miss McDonald. When she steps on the stage, she feels more like a minister because she's got her embroidered handkerchief with her. You know, you, you can show value in different ways and the values are worth different things. So finding that value takes you to the third P, which is the process. So we've got passion, we've got purpose, and we've got process. So the passion is cute. The purpose is your why, but the process is how you're going to make it real. And that's when it goes past, you know, the cute, I'll come speak, and that's, that's when you got to get beyond um, just, just talking. What do you do? Well, I do this, 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 just rambling. If you can't describe what you do in 10 words or less, you don't know your business enough. In 10 words or less, what do you want somebody to say, think, or feel when they're done working with you? When you're done giving your speech, what should somebody think, feel, or do? 
For me, those reasons, those whys, and that passion boil down to making it easier to do what you love, facilitating purpose, bridging the gap, and creating opportunities. Those are the reasons in my head that keep me focused. Those are the processes that I'm trying to make a reality every time. But the process gets past the, um, the, the cuteness and, and the, the why, and it gets into how I actually do the thing. So I was just mentioning it earlier, and I'm going to make a business. A business is not something you play with. Okay, a business is, is, is an actual thing. You've got to file different forms. You've got to do different codes. You've got to talk to different people. You can't do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. <clears throat> so in that process, I had to figure out if this is going to be my reality. I know right now my job takes taxes out of my check, so I don't have to worry about it when I was working. Now I've got to do that myself. You better know what you're doing, or you're going to end up owing Uncle Sam a whole lot of money. Okay, so going to different resources was part of the process. I did the process of speaking, I did the process of building my craft, but how about the process of starting my business? And so there's some free resources that are available to help you do that. The first one, and these are the practical steps in the process, is the SBA, the Small Business Administration. If you haven't started your business yet, or even if you have started your business, that's a place that will go to let you know about government contracts, you might not even think you're eligible for government contracts, but once you see the money that they have, and there's, I think, the government is the largest consumer of goods in the United States. They spend $300 billion a year on products and services. And that ranges from everything from buying bombs with the military to doing professional development services and, and everything in between. The U.S. government has a whole system that you can go into called SAM, the System for Award Management. You can go in and you can bid on government contracts. Okay? And the SBA is a free service that will tell you everything you need to know about your business. Eddie Watson, who works at Florence Darlington Tech, was the person that I sat down and met with at first. And he showed me, he showed me my NICS code. I didn't even know what that code was. But he'll show you the code that you're in and how much profit that people actually make in that industry, how much revenue is in that industry, what kind of growth is there in that industry. So I see a couple of y'all know Eddie Watson already. He's, he's a big help. He's a big help. A business plan template. What are the objectives of your business? What are the services that you offer? What are the marketing tools and taxes? The, the SWOT analysis? There's a real process to actually making your business real. Okay? And other than that, outside of SBA, there's also SCORE, the South Carolina Retired Executives or something like that. And I believe they're a national organization as well, but they're free. They're free. SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. It's an acronym for something. But SCORE, you can do the same thing. You can reach out to the Chamber of Commerce. You can go to score.com or SBA, I think, is .gov. And SCORE, I, I was doing something last year with the governor's school. I wanted to get some interns to help me out with my social media. But I wanted to make sure that I wasn't breaking any labor laws. I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to pay these interns because I didn't have any money to pay these interns. So I sent a message to SCORE, and I said, hey, Here's what I'm dealing with. Here's what I got going on. I would love to talk to somebody that can help me out with labor laws, with um, doing my taxes and, and financing my business. They sent eight people and me to come talk with me. 
I was in the chamber boardroom and it was just me and there was these eight retired executives that sat down to answer every question that I could have about my business and offer the references and they tell you again, reach out if you have any more questions. Those are two organizations and two places that really helped me get to a place where I felt comfortable running my business. And now that process, now that passion and the purpose in the process has become part of my business. And so now when people come and ask me, Trey, can you come speak? Or Trey, what do you talk about? I can send you my speaker one sheet, a one-page marketing sheet that tells you what I do. If you say, Trey, what, I need you to come speak. Will you send me a bio? I don't have to type a new bio every time. You've already got a bio saved that you can send to people. And that's as a speaker. But how you prepare in your process is what makes your business a reality and will make it easy for people to want to hire you and bring them out to you. And the last two P's that I have is the pressure and the privilege. The pressure and the privilege that comes along with that process. The pressure comes because now that you have this business, you got to start making money. That's the reality. And I think I, um, I changed my settings and my name and stuff on Facebook before I actually had started generating revenue in my business in, in that that's okay, that helps you with your mindset and your mentality, but when you file your LLC or your 501c3, when you file your official status with the Department of Revenue or the IRS in your business license, you have a certain amount of time before you have to start making money, okay? Or before you start getting taxed on that. So you get a deduction when you get your LLC, a tax deduction, but I don't have to make a profit. When I started my LLC, I don't have to make a profit until three years after I start my business. And then after that, you can't write off as much stuff. So those first three years of the business, I could write off everything. All the gas, all the expenses, everything that I make, I can pretty much write off as a business expense. But if I'm not making money, after three years, that goes away. Okay, so we have to make that um, more of a reality. So there's a pressure that comes with that success. Once you step out on that ledge, it's a step in faith because you're not gonna know every step of it. I was writing down last week, what are the functions that I'm doing right now to make sure that my business is going around? And there's 30 different things that I do to make sure that Gamma Enterprise is running like it's a slightly oiled machine. I won't even say it's well oiled yet, but, but slightly oiled, okay? I'm not an expert at all 30 of those things. So as Ms. Bailey said, I've gotta figure out how I can outsource some of these ideas, some of the, if it's if I'm good at content but not good at marketing, I need to figure out how I can use the marketing rookie. Yes. <laughs> if I need help connecting and collaborating, maybe there's a course I need, maybe there's some stiffer stuff that I need to make sure that I'm going to be able to live up to the pressure that comes along with it. And so I actually will shift a little bit to, um, to city council. And with city council, um, there was the pressure of going out and asking people to serve them. Every door I went and knocked on, can I serve you, can I serve you, can I serve you? Now I'm in the position. Okay, there was pressure to get there, but now I'm in the position, and there's pressure from the people around. Trey, what are you doing? Why, shoot, Trey, you're not walking around the streets like you were last year. <laughs> I, I, I saw you every day last year. Where are you at now? <laughs> shoot. I'm trying to keep a roof over my head. You know, how, about, how about that? And the people that are around you, <laughs> the, the people that, that, that put that pressure or apply that pressure to you sometimes don't know what your business is. They don't know what you're doing. And there's that pressure that comes with it 
when I was at that same boxing tournament, there was a reverend in Hartsville that came up and just, he didn't ask me any questions, just, hey, where you been? I want to meet with you and everybody else around, okay? I, I, I need to talk to y'all, because they ain't doing nothing but killing, stealing, and destroying everything we got. Now, you ain't been walking around here like you were last year. I, I, I tell you what, next time you vote, I'm going to turn my back on you, walk away. Like, man, you don't even know. You didn't even ask me a question about what I've been doing. And so there's a pressure that comes along with that. And, and being able to go through the pr process, OK, of, of being able to plan out your business and know this is what I do. This is my business. It doesn't have to be in a box, but you got to have enough to know about your business where you can explain and articulate to somebody that is going to apply that pressure to you. And if you are in a business that you don't have a purpose to do, if I wasn't really caring about my people, I tell you, there'd have been. A, I said, I, "It's so good to see you today. You know, it's good to see you, sir. We'll we'll make that happen." Um, that that's what I had to say to him. That's not what I wanted to say. I wanted to cuss him straight out, but 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 I didn't do it because because <laughs> I knew the reason why that I'm in that position, and the position that I'm in is bringing me a pressure. Okay. So in your business, as you're preparing <laughs> to go through the process, you've got to be ready for the pressure. When you win, when you reach that milestone, when you get over that hump, when you get to the place that you dream about, it's not, Ms. Bailey, you said it right, There's the, the key to arriving is knowing that you're already there. And since that's the truth, there is no moment of arrival. It's not, Trey, you're elected now, the world's coming to you. I have a business, if you build it, they will come. That's not how, that's not how it works. Just because I have a website doesn't mean people are going to it by itself. Just because I'm on city council doesn't mean people are going to like me because they, they voted for me. Now, now you have to do that work. And if you don't have a purpose, you don't have a reason for doing that's bigger than the monetary gain, the reward from the earth or from the world, the secular wins that you're going to have, you're not really going to make it. Okay, your pain or your, your, you have to have a reason that gets you up out of bed that pulls you and not one that pushes you. If someone is pushing you out of bed, it's going to be tough to keep on going forward. But if you know your why, you know the purpose, you, you pass the passion, we already know the cute part, you know you're willing to suffer for this work, but your purpose has to be big enough to drive you past the pressure. The purpose has to be big enough to drive you past the pressure, because the pressure is going to come. Tax season is in three months. I tell you, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my own taxes right now, and I tell you, I haven't paid any taxes yet. But we're going to get there. We're going to get to it, and we're going to get through it. But the last part is the privilege. Okay, when you can go through those steps, and you can have that purpose, that process, the passion, if you can make it through the pressure, it's an absolute privilege. It's an absolute privilege. And whether it's with business or your family or your relationships, it's a privilege to be able to be in a position where you get to serve somebody else. And at the end of the day, the secret to living is giving. And all of us are Christians in here, and we believe in serving. Um, talking to Pastor Bailey last week, he was talking about um, the three parts of faith, or the three parts of the kingdom. And, Y'all might have to correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a minister yet, but uh, there's faith, there's hope, and there's love. 
And the love was the biggest piece, of, or charity was the third piece. That charity is, is what you're giving to other people, what you're willing to sow into them. And your business is solving a pain. Your business is helping someone else find their purpose. Your business is a solution for somebody else that they didn't know they needed sometimes. Talking about cold traffic or warm traffic, sometimes people don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they need, and your business is to help somebody get closer to where they want to go. Adding value in your business is adding value to your own life. It's last point, I would say it's all about me and it's not about me. It's all about me because I have to make the decision every day to make myself better. I have to make the decision every day to add value and provide the same service, whether I'm speaking for free or if I'm speaking for $1,500, I want to add the same value to you than I would be any other day. And it's not about me because if, if it's only me thinking about myself, I'm not going to be pulled out of bed every day. I'm going to have to be pushed. It's not about me because it's about you. And if it's just one word that can be impacted, if it's one seed that is started to be harvested a year from today, that was so well worth it. That's the privilege that comes with being a business owner. So I'm going to repeat those five Ps. The passion, what you're willing to suffer for. The purpose, the reason why you do what you do. The process, and I'll say the process is, is getting your business right. I don't have something fancy for that one. Um, the pressure is being ready to win. And the privilege is, is the joy of becoming that person. Say that again. The last one. The privilege is the, that's the joy of becoming the person. It's not about what you get, it's about who you have to be. Who do I have to be? When I, when I started the business, um, I wasn't, when I, yeah, when you start off your business, you're not the right person yet. You have it already inside of you, but you gotta be able to bring that out of you. Okay, and it's going through those steps. First, you gotta know the passion, then you gotta get the purpose in the process, and then the pressure to know what it is that you're actually doing. I wanted to ask, or have some time for some Q&A, but I, I talked too long, so I'm gonna go have a seat. <laughs>